Welcome to the State of Wrestling, the Power Report. I'm the Brooklyn Mauler here with the big man. How you doing? I'm doing well, Brooklyn Mauler. Always a pleasure. I hope everyone listening is doing well. How are you doing? All right. Big news of the week. Jade Cargill. It is official. Mm-hmm. She is now signed with the WWE. Um, the first signing of the TKO. Um, uh, what is they called? The TKO. What is it? LLC? What is it? What is it? Uh, I just know it as TK, TK. Yeah, TKO. The first signing of TKO, WWE and UFC and Endeavor, you know, the first Endeavor um, signing since the merger of a few weeks ago. Um, Jay Cargill, we all talked about her here. Um, I always said she was W. She's a WWE um, superstar. Um, she started in AEW. Um, with a high-profile match against Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet, and her tag team partner was Shaquille O'Neal. Um, she had an undefeated streak up, what, 50, 59 and 0? 50 or 60 and 0? And um, finally took two losses to Chris Statlander, and she was out. Now she's in WWE. They, they announced it on ESPN, um, all the outlets, they showed her on WWE, um, their website, her walking into the Performance Center. They show photos of her inside the Performance Center. Um, they're making a real big deal out of it. They say it's a multi-year um, deal. Uh, she did an interview and she said she, um, you know, she was calling them by their first name, Nick, Paul, and Bruce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so this is a big deal, you know. It seems like she's going to keep her name, right? Because they're not going to just say they ch- they signed Jay Carga and then change her name to, you know, the name that you said they were going to change her to. <laughs> well, they, they, did that, they did do that with The Rock's daughter. You know, we've seen They the did? Oh, so, so it's possible. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts? You know, um, it's as an AEW fan... Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of all wrestling, but this one hurts that they lost Jade Cargill. And, you know, just when I was getting over it, you mentioned she made a few statements. One of them was that this was a no brainer. It was easy that she's in the big time. Um, you know, and, and part of it is she wants to be in movies also she wants to be in marvel films she wants to play storm in fact one of the articles mainstream articles didn't refer to her as a former AEW champion they said well-known internet cosplayer who plays storm uh, wow wwe now as far as doing films people can always talk about the rock john cena dave batista as of late but all those happens, you know, The Rock was in and out, but Cena was mostly afterwards. Batista was definitely afterwards. When you talk about the women, the most successful crossover has probably been uh, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, and that's her being a, kind of a background character on The Mandalorian. Um, right. I would have thought if your goal was to be more in film, 
you know, Discovery, Time Warner, HBO would would be a better fit. But she's she's there now. Becky Lynch uh, said that Jade Cargill has a lot of work to do. Now that could be Becky Lynch being big time Bex, you know. But um, it, it is something. You you wonder how the other women in WWE feel because they are rolling out the red carpet for for Jade Cargill. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, Becky Lynch is you know he she's a she's a, a star. Um, you know, probably the, no, she's not the most well. Charlotte Flair, I think, is the most well-known woman star in WWE outside of Ronda Rousey, who's not there no more. But I think Charlotte Flair, everyone knows Charlotte Flair more than Becky Lynch. Or, Her father has a lot to do with that. You're right. And that's has a lot to do with it. Um, Sasha Banks was, but I think a lot of people don't know her as Mercedes Monet now because she hasn't been on mainstream TV in a long time. She's been in Japan after she left WWE. She's been in Japan, you know, for quite a while. Yeah, she made an appearance on AEW TV at um in the stands at um Cla- um I'm about to call it Clash of the Castle at Wembley. But to be on TV in the United States, she haven't been for quite some time now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Cargill, um, is she green? Yes. Um, what what would WWE do with her? I don't know. You know, do she have potential? Yeah. But again, it's all come down. As I always say, if you book strong, you look strong. So I don't know. We it all depends on what they do with her. You know, um, can she talk better than Ronda? Yeah. Um, if they play to her strengths, you know, she can talk. Um, and now if they want her to go out there and do five star matches. <clears throat> I think Jay will do fine because because AEW is more, you know, and the ring work is more important than the character development. So is, and she and you so right well, now what fans used to complain about why is this women's match getting ten minutes or twelve right. minutes? Right. So Jay, that people say, well, Jay not learn how to work. No, I mean she went to the working company. That's the working company, so to speak. Mm-hmm. The in ring company is AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Because they all focus on the in-ring product at the end of the day, right? So she came from an in-ring product, you know, as she wrestled basically everybody there. And I don't, I've never heard anyone saying that she had a terrible match. Have you? No, no, I haven't. Well, just moments like the roll-ups with uh, Tyre Valkyrie and, and things like that. But those are just, that's like trying to be a technical wrestler, right? More than what right. she does. So your point, yes, I've never, I haven't heard people say that match was really bad. Right. Well, then again, <clears throat> AEW women's division is is not great, you know. So then again, you know, I don't know. They all so, do the same thing. They all do the same thing. Right. So, I mean, you say the greatest women's match in AEW history is probably um, Thunder Rosa and the Serena Deep. The professor. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best one they've ever had, in my opinion, for sure. And that was the best women's match of the year, no matter the company. You know, Jim Cornette would you, so as well. What would you say was Jay Cargill's best match? Her match, her return match against um, Red Velvet. I think that's when they had a tournament and Red Velvet and she met in like the second round or something. I could uh-huh. be wrong. But their second match against each other, second singles match, that was right. that was her best match, in my opinion. 
you know what? They, that I think that match was pretty good. But Red Velvet, where is Red Velvet? The I don't where is she? I don't know where she is. Let me Google her while we're talking. So reason why because Red Velvet looks so much smaller than Jade. Um, she like Jade like a AEW, by the way. Yeah. Right, she's like a monster compared to to Red Velvet. But yeah, that was a good, pretty good match. Uh, oh, by the way, do you know who she's engaged to? Red Velvet. Who? Red Velvet. Yeah. Who? Wes Briscoe. Wes Briscoe. Yeah. Who's that? Oh well, he is uh, the son of uh, um, Jerry Briscoe. Oh yeah. And... Yeah, he's he's kind of recognizable in that he has this really obvious leg tattoo. He was in WWE Developmental, um, it says 2009 to 2011. And then in Impact Wrestling, he was one of the people in Aces of Eights, Aces and Eights, which was a great stable. Just didn't really stand out. But um, yeah, Wes Briscoe. Okay. All right, Ravella, well, you go, girl. Do your thing. I hope they're still together. Apparently, they became engaged in 2020. Oh, wow. So, but yeah, no updates. Know, like two years. Yeah. yeah. So, ultimately, does this hurt AEW? This, by, they done took two of their top faces. They done took um, Cody. You know, Cody's over there, and they, and they propping him up every week. He's He might not be the champion, but he sure as hell on TV like he's the champion. He do all the promotion. He does everything for WWE. They need somebody to go. Cody's the face. Cody Rose is now the face of WWE, believe it or not. (laughs) He is. He is the face of WWE. That guy's everywhere. Um, So he he plays, he might not be champion. He he might never be champion, but he's he's like the, he has the most important role in the company right now. So he worked, no one, he's working harder than, than the champion. I don't think Seth Rollins gets sent places like Cody Rose do. Cody Rose is sent everywhere, you know, every media appearance, radio. But he's selling everything. So they put Cody Rose's up there, and now they signed Jay Cargill. So two big stars that AEW um, have lost, you know. And so AEW is, is – NXT is no longer the, um, the developmental for WWE. It's AEW. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, Cody Rhodes and Jade Cargill is is kind of a bigger deal than if Carmelo Hayes, you know, shows up. Right. WWE, that's not that's not on the level. Um, Right. And when you mentioned the faces of AEW, I'd probably say I'd say you're exactly right. And, And while Cody was being booed out of the building and you just had a feeling this cannot go on. Both of them, Jade and Cody, are really, you would probably say, um, Discovery Time Warner's favorites. Right. They, they wanted Cody to have that. I mean, Cody even said when they came up with the TNT title, it was because Time Warner wanted him to have a belt. And then they had roads to the top. And Jade Cargill right. was used in some of the promotional when they had their... Um, you know, they're big uh, conventions when the advertisers come and look at the tables of what shows are going to be on. Right. So that's, that's a big deal. And, you know, and I hope with Jade Cargill, you know, I'm thinking, is this why in a way maybe they brought back Nia Jax so they can just have beat them up matches with each other? Cause that's her style. And um, 
Jake Cargill to me is Lex Luger, you know. And okay. Luger, yeah, he wrote in his autobiography that people make fun of him for not being a great wrestler. He asked Hiro Matsuda to teach him different things, and Matsuda said no. Your your power and impact, in and you're a strong guy. I'm. If I teach you all these other things, what's your opponent gonna do? Where's the psychology in that of you being just as technical as a technical wrestler who's smaller? How are they gonna beat you? And I love that, and I think that's that's why I love Jade Cargill. And everyone's saying, "Well, she's too green." When all the fans would criticize her, green, she she looks like an athlete in a fight. And I don't want her to be smooth. I don't want her to do a perfect hurricane rana or right. all the other fake looking things, right? Right. Yeah. So. Because and you make a good point. But Lex Luger back in the NWA days, when I was watching the NWA and him taking on Flair for the championship, I never looked at those matches as being bad. I never right. looked at his matches with Stan Hansen at Halloween Havoc as bad. I thought because I thought it was at that point I thought it was real. So it's a fight. Right, and yeah, that was well, like Buster right. Douglas, Mike Tyson. You're like, oh my God, Lex right. Luger lost the title to this guy, who's right. been around and forever like, and just showed up last week. You know exactly. So I never said, oh, he works. He he got a bat. Who they must have really messed up the wrestling, the way people look at watch wrestling. Like we don't have to look at it as it's a good match or a bad yeah. match or, or it's just amount of stars. No, it's either you enjoyed it or you didn't. You get what I'm saying? It's a fight. It's not supposed every. It's like a boxing match. Like I watched the fight last night. That match wasn't good. That fight wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? You every have, fight. You, not you have Canelo winning that fight. He won. Yeah. I mean, did you? Uh, it was but an I, obvious decision. Um. Yeah, it was. It was obvious. He didn't do much. It was like like it really was nothing much. Really, nothing was being done either way. You know, it was counterpunch. He knocked him down. He took a knee. You know, it looked like he took a. It looked like he he had took a delayed knee. I don't know. It looked like he wasn't there to fight. I don't know, Charlo. So, it, it, you know what I'm saying? You get there. He you said get he the was. Fight night. He said he didn't feel like himself. So right. Yeah. So you get the fight night, and well, that's Derek James again. That's Derek James is the once I see him as his trainer. I said <laughs> the one that looked. I said they, he lost. I see he lost. I said, what is he doing here? And once I see him as his trainer, I said, he lost. He <laughs> lost. You know? Um, but back to um, Luger. Um, when wrestling thought, when we thought wrestling was real back in the days, we didn't care about the Road Warriors come having a great match. Road Warriors come in the ring after they beat up their jobbers and beat go right out. And we're like, oh, this is great. They, these guys is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't care about whether or not they're having a good fight or not. We didn't care. That, that didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's in, it's, it's, do you enjoy it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it almost feels like fans today, the younger fans, they watch a match and it's like they're playing bingo. They have their bingo card of all the moves they want to see. Right. And if you don't have those things, you don't yell bingo. You know, like it's, How many... I don't know if I'd be a fan if I, if, if I didn't believe it was real as a kid, I don't know if I would have watched wrestling. The way exactly. Like when King Kong Bundy hit Little Beaver, be like, oh, oh my God. We oh, did kill he... him. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm just saying that, like, like those matches they have in, like, the first WrestleMania, those, how many great matches was, even the last match wasn't, 
like five stars, but it was in it was like wow, Mr. T is actually fighting, he's wrestling. Like this is this is yeah. good stuff. You sometimes yeah. the simplest, like the Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania 18, it's simple stuff that they did in that match, and it's considered great because of crowd reaction. But that's all you need to do in 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 wrestling is to have people believe in the character and and believe in the match. And once you believe in the match and believe that it's a fight. Then that's mm-hmm. then that's all that matters at the end of the day. Doesn't matter if you do oh uh you know all kinds of these German suplexes, these um acai moonsaults, these um ways with um um oh, my boy Excalibur um tope suicidas. Oh my goodness. You know, it doesn't matter like you do, you know what I'm saying? It, sometimes it, I just write regular matches, you know what I'm saying? It's like Wow! Wow! It's simple wrestling, but it's enjoyable. Yes, yes, it's hard hitting. It reminds me of it reminds me of world class championship wrestling in Dallas, Texas, at the Sportatorium. Right. You know, there's no mistakes. There's great amateur moves. Right. Right. And it's it's like Ring of Honor messed up wrestling. (laughs) Ring of Honor because everybody want to be like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor have all these moves going on. These crazy moves, um, you know, you know, all these crazy moves, flips, and you know, all kind of stuff. They it messed up wrestling. Yeah, everybody it, it that thinks wrestling. Uh, is wrestling the same style, right? It's kind and of taking turns. I'm yeah. tired of watching WWE. Like WWE does this too, but AEW does this a lot. Everybody does the same damn moves every they match, do. or the same. Please. If you do, Jim Cornette had said this correct. You gotta go to the other people and f- before the match and say, "This is what we're doing." So y'all don't do this. I don't need to see power drivers every match, unless it's your finishing move. I don't need to see, you know, this basic moves that should be used in every match, right? Punch, kick, clothesline, right? Uh, body slam, um, suplex, right? Those should be. Those could be probably. Backbreaker, maybe backbreaker and stuff like that, and, and inverted, and inverted atomic drop and inverted atomic drop. Those ma- those couple moves you should be used every every match. Then you would do the rest moves, the the chin locks, the head locks. You know what I'm saying? The domino stretch. You know what I'm saying? You got to get a, a, a try to get a submission or, or wear your opponent out. You know, I think those moves should be using can be used in every match, but these other moves that they they using like. One uh, Canadian destroyers for two count. Oh my like, c- come on! What is this? There are this? no finishing moves anymore, are they? There are no signatures. Like, yeah, but you get what I'm saying, big man. Like, you every match should be different. Like, I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. Like, it's it's like I just seen this. I just seen a tope suicida. I don't want to see another one in the next match. Like AEW, everybody does a tope suicida. You know, and everybody come and do that damn. And WWE, that's why I really thought about it. Everybody come and do that Finn Balor dive. Dragon Lee was doing oh. that Finn Balor dive. Gosh, yeah. Like, bro, I'm like, my man, listen, that's Finn Balor move. Let him do it. I don't want to see. He, and he's wrestling, so he's going to do the same thing. I don't want to see that. Like, stop doing the same moves, man. I'm being very, that's really, really pissing me off now, seeing the same stuff over and over again in every match. I want to see something different. Back in the day, I keep saying back in the day, but back in the 90s, you know, Bret, Bret Hart did his five moves of doom. 
his five moves of doom, nobody else did those moves. Because nobody else was doing a, a submission move that affected your lower back. Right. And then you know, Mr. Perfect, nobody did better. his moves. Nobody no. did Mr. Perfect's signature moves. Nobody did Shawn Michaels' signature moves. Nobody did Hogan's moves. Nobody did Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus the Barber Beefcake match and, let's say, uh, um, a Jake the Snake Roberts match. Totally two different matches. You're not getting the same thing out of that. You know, Man Dollar Man and Rick Rude. You're not getting the same match from both those guys. Those They have different matches. The Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior and, and who's else a big baby face back then? Ultimate Warrior and Hogan. You're not getting the same match. You're getting different. You're getting energy, power, power moves, um, speed. You're getting all that. You're not getting the same move. Demolition, you're getting different different matches from Demolition than the Heart Foundation. Killer Bees, Young Stallion, you, you know, British Bulldogs, and you know, and the Rose Rougeau brothers, you, they all got different matches and do different oh, things in so, their matches. So well said. And talk about like two wrestlers who have similar sizes, Rick Rude and Mr. Wonderful. Right. It's two two different, totally different styles, paces, speeds, exactly. moves. Yeah. They don't they don't have that no more, big man. It's <clears throat> it's different now. Everybody plays the same speed. It's, they do the same moves. Like it's it's enough. No no one. Only a couple of wrestlers now. Like Roman Reigns matches are different, you know, than everyone else's. Yeah. Brock Lesnar matches are different than everyone Rand, else's. Randy Orton. Randy Orton matches are slow and methodical, like everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Those guys, you know, Cody Rhodes matches is a little different too. Um, he does some different things than a lot of other people. You yeah, may not like the Cody kick. Cutter. <laughs> disaster. Yeah, yeah, disaster kick. The Cody Cutter. He does You're like stuff. 260 or 50 pounds. Just kick someone in the face. Don't jump off the middle rope and poke him in the eye with your toe. I mean, it's just but, but, but I know you don't like his moves, but he, his moves are different than his matches are different than everyone else. Than everyone else. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor is the same 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 matches. They both do the same things and 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 sling blades, run flaps and all that other stuff. Tope tope suicidas, you know, they all do basically the same thing, the same move. Well, one's yeah. one's in New Japan and the other one's a Ring of Honor guy. Right. So like Ronda Rousey matches were different. Oh my Her gosh. The fluidity of those moves. That's a lifetime. I mean, that's a lifetime of training. Yeah. Right. Her matches was different. So, I'm just saying, you get what I'm saying, big man? I'm, 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 I'm like, off no, here? I totally agree, and I love what you said about rest holds, because people would say, oh, that's old. Do you know what that reminds me of? Right. Like, when, when we used to see people do rest holds, like, they kick their feet, like, you, they look like they were crying when they were in those holds. Right. Um, right. Nowadays, they don't, and it's almost like, remember when Phil Jackson came to New York Knicks and um, Jeff Hornacek was the coach? Um, and they were talking about the um, triangle offense. And Carmelo Anthony was saying, this doesn't work anymore. Well, it doesn't work because when you're supposed to cut to the basket, when you're playing off the ball, you're just shuffling your feet. You're not acting like you're really going to get the ball. That's why it didn't work. It was your. It right. was the appearance and the effort. It wasn't the the strategy, and same right. thing with rest holds these days. You know, I I just you got to look like you got to make it work. I love like 
Gosh, if you are in Mexican wrestling, if you put someone in a chin lock, the guy who's in the chin lock, they're kicking their feet on the ground. You know, right. they're trying to get out. You know. So. No, you're absolutely right. I'm just tired of. I was watching. I was watching that match, and I'm like, they everybody does the same stuff. I mean, both companies like stop doing it. I mean, like I need different things. From my, like they miss Bret Hart. You know, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, they all different guys. Like, Hogan, different matches, Warrior, Macho Man, different matches. Like, you And know, you could say almost because they were, they stuck to what they were good to. Brock Lesnar is a German suplex guy. Right. Hulk but he Hogan, could do more. Yeah. Well, Hulk Hogan could do more than Brock Lesnar could. Right. Technically. But he didn't. He did it in Japan. He didn't hear because, like, what I mean, when people say, "Oh, yeah, those matches weren't good," who's gonna arm drag Andre the Giant? Are you serious? Who's gonna arm drag these people? You know, exactly. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's these fans. I don't. I don't. Like I said, I don't know the what you get out of it. Like we're we're leftover fans. Like we watch it because that's still in us, but. I like I said in the beginning. I don't know if I would care if I grew up as a young fan today. You know? Right? Why would I watch it? Why? Right. <laughs> I, it's no larger than life. I mean, it's not that many larger than life characters on TV anymore. If we're in wrestling, it's no. Back know, when we grew up, you same. had to watch it to fit in. You know, right. not knowing who the wrestlers were was the same thing as not knowing in New York who Derek Jeter was. You know? Right. It's like. Right. So, yeah, I say that to say, you know, like, say what you want about Luger. Luger matches was different. His match was different than Barry Windham's. His match was better, different than Stain's. match was different than, you know, Hollywood John Tatum, you know. Oh, yeah. Billy, yeah. It was well, actually, looking it, back, one of the greatest super kicks of all time. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Was he the first one using it, right? Gentleman Chris Adams, but maybe John. Oh, Taylor Chris Adams. So, I mean, Chris Adams. I mean, it, he wasn't the smoothest wrestler. I think he probably was really kicking people's heads off, because his brother was an Olympic medalist in judo for Great Britain. He was a judoka. His father was a judoka, and right. he wasn't. He wasn't very well. That's why he did so well in Texas. The Von Erichs, they just kick you and punch you in the face. Everybody did. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, man. So, I hope I, I I mean I know that's the style now, but man, they they need to teach something different, and I think Jade brings something different. Like she brings her own style. You call it green, you call it whatever you call it. It's not gonna get. She's not gonna get five star matches. You know, like every week. You know, if the story if the story line and the story goes for it. Then I think they can tell a hell of a story, and she can tell a hell of a story inside of the ring. You get what I'm saying? Like the Macho Man Warrior WrestleMania Seven. That was a crazy story. My one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. That's top, maybe top. That's in the top five. The story that was told during and during that match and the whole aftermath of it. WrestleMania Seven, Macho Man career in the match macho man and um, randy macho oh King my goodness Gavin. that was brilliant with that, everything man. that everything that happened in that that was a spectacle the beginning of the match the ending of the match the um you know the the post match with elizabeth coming back and then bring that whole segment 
what they did with that whole thing was 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 great, you know. Um, so, yeah. and it was a story being told, and I think she can tell stories because they have the best story people in the in the business in the WWE. Say what you want about Vince, but Vince know how to tell stories, you know. Well, Pat Patterson, I, Pat Patterson's dead, and we don't know yeah. exactly who came up with what, but you're right. Vince but Bruce is there. Bruce tells stories too. Bruce Pritchard is there. He, he was around well, see, for a lot of those stories you know, too. Around there's, there's always a talk about that. I mean, well, Randy Hales wrote in his autobiography that, you know, Bruce does a lot of talking, but when he was in charge of, when he started power pro wrestling and we're going over using WWE wrestlers and finishes and matches Never, never heard Bruce's name mentioned once, and then he'd hear Bruce do podcasts talking about, "Oh yeah, I used to do all this stuff." So, well, he probably did. Just Look, that there's no denying to me that Bruce Pritchard, to me, the one of the most hated of all time. I loved his announcing in Global. I hated him so uh -huh. much, which is he wanted me to. He wanted us to hate him and brother love. I mean, my oh, goodness, I'm you looking know. right at my brother love figure. <laughs> I'm literally is, <laughs> and he came up with that. You know, that was him. You know, so you're right. You're right. But you know what? And all the people who want five star matches, like why? Because look, if WrestleMania three happened today, mm -hmm. one, not everybody would have seen it right. because fans would have skipped it for the next pay per view, and two, it would have been forgotten quickly. Savage Steamboat. Like, Savage Steamboat today, um, right now, they if someone try to have recreate Savage Steamboat right now, they would say they wouldn't that wouldn't be considered a great match today. You mean these the like, fans that judge right that, now today? Yeah. Somebody is some if you have two who who's the top two wrestlers? They two top in ring wrestlers right now in, in WWE ring, in, anywhere in the world. You probably say Seth no. Rollins and uh -huh. um, Jay White. Jay White, just as an example, Seth Rollins and Jay—they're very similar. Yeah. Seth Rollins and Jay White. Okay, so if Seth Rollins and Jay White had the same match for ten minutes. You think they could have a great match? Yes, I do. Um. Yeah, ten minutes. You think they could do something in ten minutes? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm the guy whose favorite match is one minute, one minute and thirty seconds. So, um, yeah, I think today though, even if the fans loved it, they move on from it very quickly. I mean, you had WrestleMania three, and and then there was nothing until what SummerSlam. Right. Was there SummerSlam? Who? Which one? Say that again. After WrestleMania three, had they already started doing SummerSlam? Was there a SummerSlam? No, back? that came later on. That so came '88. You had people living with that WrestleMania three match, Savage Steamboat, for how long? You know, before the next big event, a long time. Right. Now it's all forgotten. Like, you know, it's it's hard. Like. Everybody wants five and seven star matches, but what for? It's forgotten a week later. Right. Days later. Are you ordering the pay per view tonight? Wrestle no. Dream? 
Me mm-hmm. neither. You? And it no, but it could be the best Matt card of the year. But I'm not ordering it because but next, this is next that's month will be the best card. I mean, Swerve and, and Hangman. I, I I have a interest in that, but you know, because I like both. Guys, I'm sorry. I like both. I like both guys, and I think Swerve character is becoming a main event character right now. He's his character is, you know, he's about to be the next guy. They really push him. Um, you know, he so, better he he should win. This shouldn't just be to prop up Hangman a little more. That's just my opinion. It's right. Like if Swerve um, loses, what when is he gonna win anything? You know? Huh? Do you think Swerve will win or lose? Swerve will should win, but I don't think he will. I don't think he will either, and I agree with you. He should win. You know, but um. Yeah. Did you watch NXT last night? Did you watch that? No, I didn't watch it yet, but I'm going to start. I'm going to look at it later on today and see um, what happened. Yeah, so NXT, I'm going to look at it today, so see what happens. Um, It has some good stuff on it, um, but um, I'm going to look at it. There was an article about why they have so much good stuff on NXT now. With Dominic, especially with Becky Lynch. Uh So you know how to deal with USA that was announced, or it's really about SmackDown. It has nothing to do with Raw and NXT. So Really? Right. So SmackDown will be on USA Network. The TV shows Raw and NXT, um, they're still trying to negotiate with different networks or streaming services. So they're trying to show how they can get the numbers really high for NXT just by putting on certain wrestlers because they're trying to get more money for it. Oh, they're trying to package it together. Right. And and I guess the concern is if, you know, if you're a network and you agree and you pay all this money, well, are they always going to keep bringing these stars? No, they're not. No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Because they gotta bring them up, like their stars. They have to bring up. But then again, then again, you know, like Becky Lynch wasn't doing nothing on Raw, right? And for her to go to to the NXT, she has she's homegrown NXT talent. So those people, they still in full cell, correct? Yeah, what they they're full cell. So she grew up with that audience. So she has a connection with that audience, and I think more than likely a lot of people, because I think the shows are free. So, oh, by um, the way, I'm sorry. They they're at the WWE Performance Center's main studio. Oh, at the main studio. Okay, so I think the the entry is free, right? So, more than likely, um, it looks exactly you know, I think the it, same. I have no idea. Right, exactly. Um, so I think that um, you know, she has a connection with that audience, and she's a big star. You know, there's no doubt about that. Dom and and what started the ratings was like Dom and and mommy, you know that that started it up, you know. And Becky Lynch, they, she took it up to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I guess stars that that that's not really doing nothing, that's floundering on Raw SmackDown can go to NXT and you know and do something, you know. Um, and I guess you know we'll see. Um, will Brock Lesnar show up there? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, 
could Cody show up there? Yeah, Cody could show up there. You know. Yeah, yeah, he could. You know. Do you know what's Cody... interesting? Did AJ Styles not really move the needle, as they say, when he went down there for a bit? Well, he went. Finn Balor went. A, a few things. You know, NXT during that time, NXT wasn't. You know, hot. It's hot now for some reason. You know, um, it's it's just hot. You know. Um, AJ, they put AJ in a situation where he's um, kind of irrelevant, unfortunately, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if he, I mean, he's getting paid a lot of money, from my understanding, right? But I think he needs, a, if he needed an AEW move, it would have been him. Because he would fit so perfect in AEW, you know, mm-hmm. right now. With the amount of matches he can put on. You know, him, Samoa Joe, him, Jay White, him, you know, Kenny Omega. Those are Swerve Strickland. Those are big time matches there with AJ right then and there. Just those matches. That's a whole year worth of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to mention the, the, the second tier guys, the, the Oranges. Um, oh, Moxley as well. And even though he's like top tier, he's not second tier. Ray Phoenix, Pentagon, you know, all these guys, you know, you can book Ray, um, you can book AJ Styles for a year if you don't give away matches on Dynamite every week. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let them fight C tier. The Nick Waynes on Dynamite, you know, the the Utahs. Let them fight them on. Your Utahs. By the way, did I, you see um, Rob Van Dam? He said something interesting. They asked him about you know him being on AEW now. And he uh-huh. said it's very strange. Like a year ago, Tony Khan was asking him about coming to AEW. And he says, yeah, we'll see in the future. And Tony Khan kept saying, yeah, I'm thinking September 9th. And that ended up a year later being like his debut around that. He's like, so yeah, he has it all planned out. And which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because a lot of times it doesn't feel like it's planned out. It doesn't, right? But they apparently. Said, they said, Rob Van Dam said on his cell phone, his one of a kind podcast, that WWE had him for the Philadelphia WrestleMania. And he's supposed to have been booked for a few things there. Who knows what else he would have been. But since he showed up to do that, um, match on Dynamite uh, with Jungle Boy, he said that's it might not happen now. So that's why he seen him on AEW television. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, so, by the way, not- some, some random news: Hulk Hogan was asked what his worst injury he ever suffered in the ring was. Do you know what? And what was it? What WrestleMania three when he body slammed Andre? He tore both biceps. Oh my! Because he was eight hundred pounds, right? He's yeah. nine feet tall and eight hundred pounds. And uh, he said he never had it fixed because they had to keep wrestling, you know, the week after and the days after. But it showed his biceps in both of them. It's like it's very, very strange looking. Yeah. Well, they're not like Mister Wonderful Paul Orndorff bicep, right? No. Or Big Papa Pump, where he tore his bicep and it made his muscle look like that freak thing that he has. All his freaks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They say Hulk Hogan says so much 
lies. You don't know what's come, what's come, what what comes out of his mouth is fact or lies anymore. He says so much stuff. Well, he, you know, look, he's a pro wrestler who knows what he says that it could be true or he could believe it's true because he's been hit in the head how many times? I mean, you know, well, he, mean he knows he's lying. You know what's crazy, big man? I never seen Hogan get hit in the head with chair too many chairs, headshots, chairs. He always get hit in the back. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a great point. It's kind of like what um Mick Foley says. You know, like um, you know, we had talked about it a long time ago, and so I'm glad that got more people are talking about it. You know, when we watched wrestling in the '80s and going into the '90s, you didn't see German suplexes. Uh, you didn't see people dropped on the back of their heads. And so many of these things are happening now. You know, the chair shots to the heads, German right. suplexes, which are not safe moves, according to Greg the Hammer Valentine. He says, I would never take that. Never right. take that. You know, so. Yeah, that's a day. But you know, Japan was doing that, the German suplexes, right? Well, those those um, pillars were doing it to them to each other. Yeah. Right. And that so, was in yeah. the uh, early 90s around. Right. Right. Well, yeah, man. So, I don't know, man. So, you got anything else in the news? Um, you know what? Wow, Women of Wrestling, their their hiatus was very short, like one week or two weeks. The quote-unquote new season began, and it began with a triple threat match. Um, Penelope Pink um, wrestled um, Tormenta, managed by the world's greatest lawyer, Sofia Lopez, and, get, and wow. uh, against Princess Ozzy in a triple threat match. Princess Ozzy won. She's the new WOW Women's Champion. Um, she doesn't have oh, the wow. belt because um, Lana Starr took the belt and, and did like Isaiah Thomas walking away from Michael Jordan, like ran right. away, like ducking. And so she's out. She's She stole the title. But the Beast is back. The Beast had a return match against... Um, Angelica Dante's sister. And Angelica Dante looks incredible this season. Um, but oh, her yeah. sister and the Beast looked... Beast coming back from a broken ankle and tibia. So not as jacked as she used to be, but still just mm -hmm. as dominant. It was a really good match. Really good wow now, this week. Who, AJ not there? No, she's not. She's not. And it's it's not as good without her on the announced team. Um, so what, what happened? Why is she not back? She just signed for a year. She does, um, according to uh, Dave McLean of WOW, she does a lot of work with Netflix. Like, she does a lot of writing. Now, she was leaving before CM Punk got fired from AEW, so who knows what the plans were. And also, the show Heels has been canceled, and CM Punk and she had just done an episode that oh, aired. Oh, wow. So maybe she'll come back. I'm not sure, but um, you know, that's heels being canceled is 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 kind of a big deal. It was trending on wrestling Twitter. Let's boycott Stars Network for. Did you ever watch Heels? No, have you? I tried to. It was it was to me it was way too melodramatic. It was first of all, you know, it's this wrestling small company run by these two brothers who whose dad started it. And their locker rooms are huge. It takes place in some former power plant or something. So, one, it doesn't really ring true. And secondly, 
um, it just seemed unrealistic what it was trying to be. They'd show, like, there was a character who was supposed to be like a Jerry the King Lawler or a Dusty Rhodes type of legend, and he's right. making his return to their little company. And they mm -hmm. show him in the hangar of an airport doing a press conference, and CNN is there raising their hand. And I was oh, like, wow. this, this is not, you know, this is a little, like I said, very melodramatic, but it was good for wrestlers, you know. But Was it as good as Glow, the Glow series on Netflix? No, it wasn't. It, You know, oh. at least Glow made fun of itself a little bit. Right. This show took itself way too seriously. Do you know, they had a line that's so stupid. There was a part where the two wrestlers are cursing at each other in the locker room. And one uh -huh. of the big wrestlers goes, guys, guys. They go, what? He goes, the kid's watching. And they show, like, his son is standing there. And it's like, they don't care in real life. <laughs> like, you know? And it's just, it was just, I'm sorry. I'm just hating on it. But I did try to laugh. <laughs> and, you know, Stephen Amell, who did the show, he says that, he just needs one more kind of match to get into the Hall of Fame celebrity wing. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you know, he don't need to. Drew Carey and and he made one like one appearance, one match. I mean, it was memorable. Roy Rumble appearance. I've been watching that with my friends, and Drew Carey came. I think, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. He wouldn't get in with Kane. <laughs> you know. Man came out. Oh, that was great. It was great stuff. <laughs> is Shaq in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not. Is he? Shaq uh... only did one thing in WWE, and that was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on the pre-show. He, he did, make... and then he did. Um, he was in Hulk's Corner. That was um, WCW. That was WCW, which which they own, and and that was famous because when he was going to give the title of Flair to Hogan after he won. Mr. T just snatched it from him and gave it to Hogan himself. Yeah, they they stacked that deck that day. They had they had um Mr. T, the referee, Shaq. <clears throat> they they really did it, and that's the first time that right there was the first time I ever heard people boo Hogan. Yeah, Hogan sucks. Hogan, I'm like, wow, they booing Hogan? I didn't know. I I, I never heard that before. That was kind of <laughs> like the worst Hogan though. That was like he was still yellow and red. But seeing him right. in the WCW ring was weird. He wasn't as big as he was. No, he, was he didn't fit. He didn't fit at all. And you know. and the music. He's oh, my God. Yeah, that's terrible. And, and I love Jimmy Hart, but whenever you see Jimmy Hart with Hulk Hogan, it seems kind of hokey. And then, it, did. Um, it didn't look right. With him it with, didn't. With and then they have um, they had Brother sitting in the front row because of Thunder in Paradise. And that's when they tried the name Hurricane Hogan, Remember? right? They tried to use that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the the slammer said they was gonna use um Terry Thunderbolt Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> they tried something <laughs> else, and it it just was like you got to know your audience. <laughs> yeah, say what you want, man. Thunder Paradise was good. <laughs> I okay with every um every Veterans Day. I watched the episode where where they are saving the daughter of the man who tortured Chris Lemon's character during Vietnam. Okay. Because that was such a great episode. My favorite one was Sting. <laughs> Hammerhead. Hammerhead. <laughs> Do you know, Sting is really one of the best wrestling actors because 
he was not only in that, but he's in a lot of those Pure Flex movies. And he was in um, The Encounter, the first film, The Encounter, where strangers are in a restaurant or a diner and Jesus is there. And he played the bad guy. He was so good. He was so good. That's right. on YouTube. I think somebody uploaded it. So, Oh, by the way, right. do you know who Cargill says her best friend is? Oh. Uh, Ricky Brandy? Stark. Ricky Stark. Ricky Stark? Who's going to be there soon? You think so? Yep. Um, by the way, um, speaking of AEW, uh, they spoke to Coach Prime's team, Colorado. Did you see that? No, yeah, what happened? They were, uh, a few of the AEW wrestlers went to the practice and Coach Prime asked them to talk. And I saw in the picture, on the video, you see the acclaimed. I didn't see Daddy Ass, but I saw the acclaimed and some others. But really, the one doing the talking was uh, Mark Henry. And he, he had a great opening line, and he says, he says, there was a time where most people said that I was the strongest man walking the earth. I was a world champion in three sports that got nothing to do with each other. If you need mental health help, reach out and ask for it. There's nothing wrong with it. So that was cool. And I was trying to think what three sports that have nothing to do with each other. Obviously, pro wrestling, powerlifting. The only other thing I could find was weightlifting, but that's related to powerlifting, isn't it? Or maybe, maybe if you're in it, it's not the same. I don't know, but right, right, yeah, man, definitely. Um, would you say the the what was the best TV show with a wrestler in it? You know, that's it's really hard to go against. Um, well. You know, it's kind of incomplete because the show with Jesse, was it Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper where they filmed one episode? Oh, that I mean, I didn't, kind of, they had a pilot episode, right? Yeah, there was a pilot, but, you know, it has to be, has to be the um, learning the ropes, right? Okay. Masked Maniac. That was Lyle Alzado, right? Right. W what would you say? Comic Poppy Kid. Yeah. Because that was the only show that had NWA people on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like the Road Warriors were on there. And um, yeah, because most of the wrestlers they had guest star were in NWA. And that was rare to see them on like national television. You know, any wrestler from the 80s, you can put them in a, in any movie and they could be a bad guy, a supervillain. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> You're so right. That's so Any true. one of them you could put in there, and they're, they're a supervillain automatically because they're so big, and you know, even they're a supervillain. Like, like you know, that like when King Kong Bundy was on Married with Children, or he, he was, was so in funny. the movie, um, and then um, you know Terry Funk, of course, in Roadhouse, and yeah, Stan Lane, Stan uh, Hansen. Yeah, Stan Hansen. He's a teeny whiner. Teeny <laughs> so, look at these teeny whiners. That was is uh, he he's, super. They can be super vicious, especially like the Barbarian and Body Slam, and the yeah. other guy. Axe. He was the other guy. Axe and Hammer both were wrestlers. One was the Barbarian. The other one was another wrestler too. You yeah. know. So these guys, you can always put you know them as. Max and Hammer were a way better team than Quick Rick and uh, and, uh, and Quick Rick, and then also the the Wild Samoans 
when they wanted when they paid Mr. Han his money. So funny with Captain Lou Albano. That right. Was... They was break they breaking they broke in his car. They breaking cars. The wild Samoan. The best film. <laughs> that is the best wrestling movie that I've ever seen. It is. It's kinda hard. I, my, that and No Holds Bar for me, you know. We just oh, referenced I, both of them. <laughs> I didn't like No Holds Barred because one, I didn't like his name, Rip, you know? Oh, you didn't like Rip? Uh, no, I, I didn't like that. And I mean, it was their movie, right? Vince McMahon, why didn't they just call him Hulk Hogan? Why did he have to play? Right, him? he was doing Hulk Hogan stuff. Yeah. Um, And he was, you know, he was work, working for the wrestling World Wrestling Federation. He's taking on acts, you know. He was, you know, he, Mean Gene was there. They could have done... They could have done that. Jesse Ventura was there as himself, you know. Um, mean Gene was there as himself, so I don't know why they didn't do that. They probably, you I, know, they probably taped that at, on, a, on, a, on an episode of Superstars. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's a great point. And and then the, the ending, the way that bad guy died by walking backwards and sticking his finger in. The oh, Brown was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, they said they yeah. said he he was so um. Obsessed by getting television ratings, that the television ratings kill him. <laughs> that's that's is was that a line in the end? No, no, no. That's what it, that's what it says. The, oh, the, that's the network that's killed him. The network killed him. <laughs> that was hilarious, and and it was also like a the lighting wasn't very good in that movie. It always seemed like dark, you know. And and you know what else? That was the first time I was wondering. Why they had that ring? I was like the six sides of ring, six sides, yeah. the six sided ring. Like that's where TNA probably got that from. No holes bar, because that's the first yeah. time I seen that type of ring. Yeah, the only, I mean, I think Lucha Triple A used used that too, but I think No Holds okay. Bar probably used it well, first. I seen it. I didn't watch Triple A back then. That's the first. Oh, time neither. I and by the way, thing. neither did I. So that might have started with them. And um, oh, do you remember the first scene of uh, Highlander? Of Highlander, which one? The first one? The first film where he's McLeod is in the arena watching the fabulous Freebirds and he's just sitting there while everyone's cheering, he's just sitting there because he feels another high he feels another immortal. And it's the fabulous Freebirds wrestling. Oh, you know why I ain't never that's the, that's the first one? That's the very first scene of the first film. Cause you know the Highlander that I watched was the quickening. That's the uh, one I was watching. Yeah, if you That's see the, the one first I film, the yeah, the fabulous Freebirds are wrestling in the wow, first You know, I'm going to look at that because I watch Highlander, and I, I like that. But I didn't watch the first one. I watched it's like a couple of them. I didn't see the really. I didn't see the first one. I saw the lot the like the second one and on, on. Well, the best thing is the TV series was better than any of it. The TV series. I never really got into the TV series. Oh, it was brilliant. That was my favorite Highlander with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with um, but it wasn't the same McLeod. No, no, it wasn't. It was Adrian Paul played uh, that character, and then he appeared in the movie with Christopher Lambert, and that was the one with Edge and Christian. Oh, okay. Playing robbers in a scene. You know what? You got me want to watch that. You a John Wick fan? I like the first film. I didn't really like some of the later ones. I didn't think they were okay. The first you watched, one you finished this you finished the series or no? You finished all yeah. four of them or not? Yeah, I did. I did. So they have the on Peacock, best five dollars you can buy. They have the Continental. Yeah, the series. It. You watch it yet? I haven't. It's he's not in it, right? It's uh 
It's no, a- but it's about it's about um Vincent. Vincent is in it. And it show you how to con- like how he like his rise. So and a, um, a prequel kind of because he's dead. Right. Yes, it's with Vincent took over the Continental. In the and, actor, uh, it was this film huh? before the actor. Is it the actor right. who played him is dead, right? Vincent, the one that the the one that played in the, in the John Wick movie. I don't know. Is it the same guy? Or no, it's a younger okay. version of him. Yeah, the the actor died from the film. He did. Yeah. No, it was the the, the one that died was um was the butler. Both of them died? Let me see. I know the butler died. Mr. Week. I know he died. So you're talking about Vince the Marquise? Yes. Yes. He's the, the one that run the, the, the... Oh, no. Yeah, I'm thinking of the guy who's the concierge. Yeah, yeah. He 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 died, but they got, they got him in there. He just started. <laughs> Different actor, right? Yeah. Yeah, different actor, just a different actor. Um, it's not the same without him, Mr. Week. <laughs> but that's pretty good. Um, it's it's like three movies. It's it's, it's a three part series, but it's like an hour and a half each one. So You've seen them it's all? It's good. Um, no, the next one come out next Friday. So I'm trying to wait. I seen the first episode. I'm just trying to wait until the next one come out before I watch finish it up because I want to finish it right then and there. I, I, I'm waiting a whole week for another episode. It's a long time. I like to do Netflix. Give it to me all at one time. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. really do that. The um, I do that with some things. I did it with that it, that dating show, Indian Matchmaker, uh-huh. on Netflix, because that was just kind of silliness. But it's for dramatic things. I, I have uh-huh. to like absorb each episode, you know. Right. <laughs> so you need a week you like to wait a week yeah or a few days oh no I, I need to I need to let it go right then and there by the way I just oh. put on eBay I just um looked up pro wrestling and then mm-hmm. I asked for the most expensive thing first okay guess uh guess what kind of product it is and then the price is it a hash bro it's not a figure not a figure. Um, what is that? Article, article of clothing. Uh, it is not a. It is a trading card. Uh, a trading card for wrestling. Oh man, what you is it? This is. I don't get it. And by the way, there are thirty watchers. I know that's not doesn't matter too much, but that says something. It is Alexa Bliss, two thousand seventeen, Tops Heritage Red, one of one. Rookie autographed, and do you know how much? How much? Seventy-two thousand five hundred dollars. They're asking. Get the hell out of here! I don't get it. I don't get What's it. What's next? What's the next one? Um, the next Hulk one. Hogan, nineteen eighty-one Marusho Pro Wrestling PSA eight tops rookie card forty-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. So you it won't be fifty thousand unless you count tax. I'm sure. Um, and then third is uh, Roman Reigns and The Undertaker autographs card to both of them. Um, one of 25, $27,500. And this is graded, correct? One of them is graded. 
The Alexa Bliss is not great. Well, no, it is graded. They just didn't say in the description. According to this, its grade is uh, a 10. 10? Okay. Well, I won't be buying no car that worth that money. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it if it was $100. You know? Me neither. I wouldn't, that's too much money. I'd probably pass it up if it was, uh, you know, that car, if I saw it in, in the store, unless it had a piece of gum in it. <laughs> I, by the way, I just, because you mentioned, I just Googled figure. Um, price highest pro wrestling figure. Um, Andre the Giant, that Japanese poppy figure. Uh-huh. $3,999. Goodness gracious. Well, that's how much they want for it. doesn't mean somebody's going to pay for it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. I have an Andre the Giant Ultimate Edition figure, and it comes with um, three heads, wow. um, four different, um, two different hands. It comes with the Andre, remember the Andre the Giant, his, remember his, um, his, his merchandise that he had? Or remember his logo that he had on Saturday Night Main Event, and they show you what was his logo on, on Saturday Night Main Event because everybody had one. His look? No, I don't remember that. His logo. It was his hand, his big hand with his name on it. His oh. big hand. Remember that? So they got a T-shirt in it with his big hand on it that oh, says no, Andre. I, I think they. I remember the shirt. Yeah. In the, in yeah. The, in the catalog, Stephanie was wearing it. Right. So they have that, and they have the belt, the the championship belt that. Oh, he won from the Million Dollar Man. He won the Million Dollar Man. So that's the ultimate edition. This right here, I think later on will be worth a lot of money 30 years from now. Oh, <laughs> well, by the way, I, I typed in LJN figure, and man, the numbers went up. The Hulk Hogan prototype for LJN is $50,000. Brutus Beefcake Black Label is 30000 Hulk Hogan, uh, the regular one, is 21000 Okay. Wow, that's you know I had that damn black label Hulk Hogan. That's, that's a lot amazing of that you had that. Yeah, and I didn't want it neither. I went red and yellow. I had that joint. I know and what because I got the um when I got the Carrie and Kevin Von Erich figures that are now worth a lot. Um, uh -huh. I could have gotten the Texas Tornado, which is worth more, but I didn't like the Texas Tornado. I like the modern day work, you know. Right. So, um. Man, I didn't have it, but man, I man, I I didn't like. You know what's crazy, baby? I didn't really like those LJ fig in figures. To be honest oh. with you, those wasn't really for me. I love you know. Them. I like the thumb wrestlers. The thumb wrestlers was cool. I I like those mess those mat those um, you know those. I used to have a whole bunch of those the thumb wrestlers. Um, but oh. the LJM figures, I didn't really like those because I didn't because I must because I I passed them a lot a lot a lot. During the um in the toy store, I used to pass them. I seen them all, and I still remember them. They used to have all the tag teams and everybody. Oh my Killer bees. I seen them all. The, the Heart Foundation. They had the managers. I seen them all. If you I could remember go back like, in time, if man. I could go back to that big man, I could get them all. I used to see them on time in the toy store, man. Like, and they were still around until in the nineties too. Like ninety nine. I think they stopped. When did they stop selling them? Like, stop producing them in the store. I, like to I know actually that. last saw them in a store in the South, and because those those in the Southern toy stores, man, they stayed around forever. Because right. that's that's like baseball, you know, for wrestling. 
And I that was like ninety four. Ninety four? They were still sold in ninety four? Wow. Cause ninety four they done very transitioned to the LJ to the um Hasbro's. Yeah. Right. So man, I remember also going in with the Hasbro's. I seen they was the shelves were filled with those Hasbro's and I was only looking for a few. I'm looking at uh I'm looking, I don't want this one, I don't want this one. <laughs> Oh man! Any of them, man. You'd say if you could, because when we grew up, they used to have those game shows where kids would have a shopping cart and then right toy store, and that was like the dream, you know. So yes, say you can only bring get three wrestling figures from any time. What would it be? Wrestling figures? Okay, it would have been. I never had this one. I have to get it. The Hulk Hogan LJN first figure. I have to have that. I never had it. I never owned it. Okay. Of any kind, I have to have that one. That um, the oh, shit. This is kind of hard, man. Um, it, any wrestling yeah. figures? It could be. Anything. I know it's kind of hard because it's so many I want. There's, you know, there's one that I want and I never had. Neither was Ric Flair, the Ric Flair Gloob one. I never had that one either. You can get that tomorrow if you want. That's not a. But I'm saying I never had that. Like okay. I'm saying I'm, I'm giving I you a chance it. to go back in time and get three, and you want the Ric Flair Galoo? Yeah, that's the, I never had it because I had I had I had every other one. I had I didn't have I couldn't complete the Four Horsemen. I had oh, I couldn't find that one, big man. Oh wow! Now I see what you're talking about. It's like for three grand. I had Arn Anderson. I had Barry Windham. I had Sid Vicious. I had Sting. I what had did those, those figures. I, feel like were they like hard? They felt you okay. You ever played? You ever had the Rambo figure before? Like the Rambo figure from the store? No. They felt just like the Rambo figures from the store. It was they were just hard. They didn't bend. Hard. Right? They did their arms. Didn't no, bend. it was like it was like hard. It's. It's hard. Is that is that worse than the LJN rubber? Like, is it harder? Way harder. It don't move. It don't give. Is it like the ones that they came out with a little later? Like, I have the Big Show for the Giant and Lex Luger you, later. No, versions. no, no. Those mm-hmm. are bigger, right? Yeah. These yeah, are. those are those. It was harder than those. Like, if you throw them at somebody, you can hurt somebody bad with that. Oh man, could you? Were they fun to play with or not really? Um. For me, yeah, I mean, I I made the WCW and WWF war. They're just that it wasn't, you know, they just um they just was bigger than the WWF Hasbro's. But you can hurt you can hurt your Hasbro's by doing moves on it. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean the Hasbro's one they would mark each other. Like if you oh yeah, together. They used to bro- I, no, I, I yeah, did Oh my gosh! So okay, so you want the Ric Flair Galoop? I want that, that came one. With a belt, by the way, right? That came with a belt. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what else I want? The Legion of Doom. I'm sorry. I want. I want three. I'm, I'm gonna do four more. I want the Legion of Doom. Um. Wrestling buddies. <laughs> they had wrestling buddies for the tag team. No, I didn't even know. That. Huh? I didn't know they had wrestling buddies for the Legion of Doom. Yes, it, it came as a tag team. There was two of them. I seen them in the store. I mean, I. That's what I want. Those three things. Matter of fact, I want the whole thing of wrestling buddies. Oh, I, I see. I want all of them. 
three thousand dollars. But here, yeah, it's, it's very expensive for the, for those. There's there's different ones, right? There's the WWF, and then there's the Attitude WWF, where it's like Jack Specific, the That's Bone like Crunching Buddies. Yeah, it's the Bone the Crunching ones. Talking about. Yeah, eighteen people watching, so you better send your check for three grand immediately. I'm not, I'm not sending half of that, no, because yeah. those is doesn't. I don't think those is in good condition. They, they brand new. It's in the box. This one's in the box. I don't know. I don't trust it. No, I agree, and and also it's really hard with figures these days because of three D printing. People, oh, it's like, going to be even more harder now when the because they don't use the box anymore. You can't see the window anymore. Oh, interesting. So, I saw Luke Skywalker um, yesterday with um, from Bubba Fat uh, from from the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda on it. Mm-hmm. Is it was a two pack, and boy, I wanted that. I was gonna get it, man. It, it was forty four forty five dollars. Forty five dollars, wow. big man. This is new. Yes, new. Oh. new. $45. And I said, whoever, and I, I said later on, that's going to be worth something later on down the line. But who, you ain't going to be able to look. And my son said, I want to see how the figure looks. And I said, you can't because the box, they, they're using, pla- um, they, they're trying to get rid of the plastic. So that's why I said. So they're going to have, those figures are going to be hard to look at, to see. A lot of people are going to get um, scammed, unfortunately. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. You yeah. know, it's, it's such a thing. Yeah. Because you know they was doing and 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 like Target, a lot of people were getting the the figures, and they say they get a, a triple H right figure, right, elite, and then they take it back to they go home, they just want the figure, and they put a basic in the, the elite figure and take it back to Target, and say they 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 get their money back, and there's a damn triple H is in the triple H box, there's a Batista um, figure, like. Are I've seen serious? that happen so I many times. That yes, that's, that's horrible. That's terrible. It happened so many times, big man. Big man happened so many times. They do that a lot. These collectors are something else, man. They're something else. They open it up and then cut it back, or they'll go and they're still up. The, if it's a builder figure, they they'll just take because they just want the builder figure. They'll take the thing out, everything else out, and and the builder figure part is still there. You know, everything else is gone but except the builder figure. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Then they try to sell the bigger figure on eBay. It's crazy, big man. Man, that's that's yeah, man. Dirty. So let's go let's go do dynamite real quick. So Ray Phoenix took on double J Jeff Jarrett. And I thought they was gonna have Jeff Jarrett beat Ray Phoenix, but unfortunately, you know, Ray Phoenix defeated um I'm Jeff Jarrett. Um, with Karen Jarrett out there with her girls was out there showing. Oh yeah. And Sanjay Dutt and um, you know, and uh, my boy Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh. All of them was out there and Ray Phoenix was out there just with Alberhantis, your boy. Every time I see Alberhantis, I think of you because I know Why? that's your boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember like I was shocked when I read that he was like a behind the scenes like writer and big deal. All these companies, right. WWF. You said Alvin is so corny. He said he's he so, so corny. corny. He said, Penta says, <laughs> now they speak English. They don't even need him anymore. They're speaking more. You know? Uh, yeah, Penta too. 
but you're right there was no reason i mean this was the perfect opportunity for jeff jarrett to like really elevate that title you know yeah but i see why they didn't why they did why they did it because there was a triple threat match with your boy nick jackson who defeated yeah. um, claudio castanoni and brian cage and he gets a shot at the title at wrestle is it next week not at wrestle dream but it's next week right yeah, I believe so. so. They're gonna have another flippy match between him and yeah, Ray Phoenix again. And I love Nick Jackson. To me, he's one of the top three wrestlers in AW. This wasn't the best match. They were just doing moves pretty much. This wasn't a normal Nick Jackson kind of great performance, in my opinion. Right. All right. Adam Cole is hurt, so he's injured. He needs surgery. Adam. Um, <laughs> um so you know, so MJ, MJF is going to, you know, um, defend the titles by himself without Adam. And here comes Roderick Strong comes out. And he said he has some stuff to talk to, some important stuff to talk to Adam about. And well, MJF gave him said? his blessing. Huh? Do you remember what Adam said? What I mean, said? what Roddy said? What he said? He, Go came ahead. Out, he came out in the little hospital gown in the wheelchair. And he says... Uh -huh. Adam, Adam, I need you more now than ever. It's an emergency. <laughs> and then when Adam's on his way, they, they're pointing, he's pointing at his watch, like, hurry up. And then when they, then when he turns around in the wheelchair, it says, hot Roddy. <laughs> right. And <laughs> so, yeah, that was some good. So Adam goes with MGF Black Blessing. But here comes where things get interesting. Here comes Jay White. Jay White comes out and him and MJF go back and forth, you know. Um, so what was your thoughts on this? That's a you know, it's so interesting because at first Jay White, it looked like MJF was owning him, right? And even Jay White, like he didn't look as imposing as he normally does. Like right. um, he usually has black hair, his his hair was brownish and he looked a little wispy. But when but then what he did, he gets in MJF's face. And he starts doing like the scary, creepy kind of like shaking in front of him and just nonstop talking. It was like it's like he was like on the subway or something. <laughs> like and and so that worked. That worked. And I thought he did great. Um I do I don't I didn't agree with MJF saying you were handed everything. I think MJF was handed everything. But um Man, that was uh, and who knew what was going to happen next later. So, so later on, let's just go there now because three, three, um, JY got jumped in the back by three people, and one of them had the devil, the, the MJF devil mask on as we go off the air. I think it's the kingdom and Roddy and Roger Strong who did that. That's who I think it was. You know, it's it's that's a good guess. I mean, I think people are going pretty wild with their guesses, aren't they? They're saying it's Dolph Ziggler. They're saying it's Edge. I don't think it's allowed to be Edge yet, right? Maybe, maybe not. But you know how it is in pro wrestling. Whoever was under that mask doesn't even mean it has to be that person, right? It's not MJF. You mean it's Edge? Not right? It's not Edge. It's not Edge. It's not. It's Rod. It's Roddy. Because it makes sense in the storyline. It's it's Roddy. And as Roddy and and Taven, and, well, why would and, um, why would they attack Jay White? Because they want because remember Roddy is still jealous of of Adam Cole and MJF 
friendship. He wants Adam to be him, his friend, and only his friend. He don't like MJF. So if he shows that to Adam that MJF is a bad guy and is 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 jumping people from behind, you know, it's orchestrating and stuff, he's gonna use that against to show Adam that MJF is not your your a good friend to have. I am the best friend for you to have. So I think Roderick will go to that to that length. Because you can't trust Roderick, you can't trust the kingdom, and you can't trust MJF. You can't trust none of them, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, and Desha can't trust great Jay White. No, that was a, that was a really good theory you've got. I I also think. So what do you think of some fans who were who were expecting, who are hoping that Roddy volunteers to fill in tonight as MJF's partner? I, I think that's gonna happen too. Because then you have two people who only believe in having one best friend. Right. They and fighting over the love. See you. See you don't like Roman, Roman, friend. and and Paul and Roman and 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 um Brock was fighting for the love of Paul Heyman. Now Rob. Now now Roddy and MJ fighting for the love and friendship of of um Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> oh, because that came out of nowhere. Like that was just a, such an like. This is like character driven. That was like storyline driven. That was telling Brock Lesnar to be like, I need you, Paul. Like it was just it just didn't make any sense. And Paul Heyman was just standing there. Um, um, why didn't I tell you that Brock Lesnar was um I don't know. Like that was just stupid. Right. This to me, to me. This is and by the way, the bloodline, oh my god, who cares? But this is like um this is hilarious. And this is what makes pro wrestling sports entertainment rather at its best when it's funny. Like the attitude era was funny. People talk about the brutality and the edginess. It was hilarious, you know? And uh, it, did you ever think we'd be sitting here saying how much we love seeing how funny Roderick Strong is? Like, I mean, my goodness, this is amazing. It's a pleasant surprise. Really is. Are you still big on your Wheeler Utah, or is that over with? Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. He, he, um... He challenged um um uh, he 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 challenged um he challenged somebody because um they lost he challenged Eddie Kingston oh who he challenged no he challenged somebody um because of you know and I was like oh no really Utah <laughs> you know I said like, oh no but um anyway Julia Hart defeated Willow Nightingale so what are your thoughts on Julia Hart because a lot of I'm getting on. Line, there's a lot of rave reviews for her, so you think she's good and all this other stuff. And it's you know, I think she's doing what, what WWE hoped Alexa Bliss would be able to do. Um, right, and I think the reason she needs like you have Tony Storm, who's one of their most popular characters right now, playing the 1930s, 1940s movie star who's crazy, and then you have Julia Hart. Tony Storm can lose, and that doesn't matter. Julia Hart's character, though, does have that dark side. I think she does need to keep winning. Is she the best woman wrestler in AEW right now? No, no, no. So um, Tony Storm, I, I like Tony, but if she keeps losing, it's not going to work. It, it works because her character is just going crazier and crazier. And then she, when you ask her about her losses, she just says things like, oh, I've had so many performances. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Like, it's like people just want to see her sketches and, and her oh. interviews and throw her shoe, you know? 
Right, right. I think right. if she loses, like she lost a match recently, she should have lost by disqualification for throwing her shoe at the referee or something. She doesn't need to be pinned all the time, but you know. Um, what you thought of the Swerve Strickland Hangman um, contract signing? Swerve had some great lines, um, but here's here's the thing with with me though. It's like contract signings and things today. They start at a ten, at a level ten. And then you're just waiting for when they're going to start hitting each other. Um, Memphis Wrestling, which did it better than anybody, they would start lower and then build to that 10. And I thought that was better, but I think what Randy Hales and, and also Michael St. John, who was an announcer and for most of those contract signings in Memphis would say is audiences don't have really the patience to for that kind of a build conversation the way they used to um, what I really right. love, I was shocked when Hangman stabbed him with the pen in the hand. That was something. <laughs> All right. So, um, Where, what did so you let's like? go do wrestling. I, I thought it was good. I, again, I said Swerve is he's my two, two of my favorite AEW guys, right? They're in a program with each other. I think this is Swerve. This is AEW. This is your time to make Swerve Strickland a superstar. He needs to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he loses, it's going to be a problem. But it is a wins, problem because Hangman is a character who has depressing moments in his life. He talks about right. he can lose a big match and it can actually help his character. Right. Um, so they need Swerve needs to win this match. Um, so, we'll see. Did you oh, see Collision? Not a buck shot, but a kill shot. That was a great line. And that He was kill shot in um, Lucha Underground, yeah, right? That was, that was amazing. Lucha Underground was great. Yeah, that was a now, great line. So, Bigman, did you see um, Collision? Yeah, I saw most of it. I didn't what see was, it. What's your thoughts on Collision? Because I didn't see I didn't see it. So what was your thoughts on it and what happened? Of note, uh, let me just. Uh, so the the main event was they called it in like an all star kind of thing. Um, it was four on four. Ricky Starks and uh, and um, Big Bill, you know, he came out and uh, FTR was there. And I haven't really seen much of FTR since the um, on regular television since that arrest, right? Of uh, right. Wheeler Cash. Yeah, and I, I totally, no matter how many times I read the article and it said Cash Wheeler, I kept picturing his partner getting out of his car, waving his gun in people's hands. But so it was it was Ricky Starks and Big Bill with Aussie Open against Brian Danielson, Wheeler, Utah, FTR. Now, part of the big thing um, of this match was that uh, Brian Danielson's opponent for Wrestle Dream um, and that Zack Sabre Jr. was doing commentary. And oh. it was really Nigel and he, you know, putting down Brian Danielson. And the other weird thing was, I'm going to tell you, Jim Ross, it doesn't seem like he likes Kevin Kelly at all. Um, I, th- I know we know that when they talked to, but they asked Jim Ross about Kevin Kelly and um, Riccoboni. Uh, doing announcing, Jim Ross says, "Man, that Riccoboni, what a what a great announcer he is." 
So every time right. Kevin Kelly would say something, Jim Ross was like, "Well, you think so? But you think?" Or like it was very interesting. Did so they get along in WWF and WWE? Because they was there at the same time. That's a good question. And Jim Ross would have been above him, right? His position. So I don't know. Well, he's still um, above him now because Jim Ross got a, you know. But mm-hmm. that's a good. That's a good. So that was actually distracting. The announcing Zack Saber Jr. That wasn't very good. They missed Z- Saber, and uh, uh, you know he was talking through so many great moments of the match. So that was. So this wasn't the normal like AEW collision that I always like, and that's probably because of the pay per view. Um, I missed Andrade and, and Juice. So, but I know that Andrade won. Um. Uh-huh. They have a new group coming in uh, who you might have known from uh, you might have seen them on NXT maybe. Uh, it's this group only what's it? The something never kneel or something like that. Uh-huh. Mighty don't kneel and they're going to be on the pre-show against Daddy Ass and uh, the Acclaim. Acclaim. Yeah, so um but uh, it was uh, they had so they ended with Danielson and Saber kind of going at it. So it was okay, but it was uh, again the wrestlers on it are going to have a big role at Wrestle Dream. So there wasn't so much they could do, you know. All right, what is the Wrestle Dream? Right, so we have Darby and Darby and who was Christian Cage? Two out of three right? fall. Two out of three fall, right? Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson, right? Yes, that's kind of um, the main event, they say. So Swerve and Hangman. I think right? that's the fans' main event, pretty much. Right. Yeah. And um, the MJF by himself against the some a tag team. What tag team that he's taking on? And how did they get a damn? How the hell did they get a title shot? Because these are Ring of Honor guys, so um, these were guys who were in, um, you know, they, they worked with the Kingdom in Ring of Honor. Um, they're really good, and actually, they were dominant on uh, on um, it's a waste of MJF. It is. It's a rate. It's a waste. It really is. Um. I think they should, you know, just just hold up the belts and, and have a tournament and let go back to MJF just, you know, defending the World Heavyweight Championship. I think that would be best, you know. Yeah, I agree. And the righteous were saying that um, Adam Cole is a liar. And some people are looking at one of the times Adam Cole recently hugged MJF. He did that thing he did in NXT where it looks like he's stabbing someone in the back. Right. What they know, but I wouldn't be surprised if the righteous come out with the belts, right? Um, so a few things do you think Edge is coming to w- to AEW? You know, I thought so, and then I read another thing there's a huge swerve, Edge is going to return and appear in WWE. If he came in, I don't know what he would do, I don't want him to interfere with what they're going to call him Adam Copeland, he's not going to be Edge. Maybe he'll they'll bring him and he'll be the new Adam. Adam. It's, it's too many Adams already. It's already three of them. It's already two of them. 
whatever it does, it'll be it'll probably be entertaining. By the way, do you think um, are you looking forward to Kingston Shibata, or do you think that won't be a good match? Oh, should be good. That would be on tonight too. That's yeah, on, that's on the zero hour. No, that's one of the main matches. And Shabbat. What's on the zero hour so I can watch that? Shabbat <laughs> lost to Orange Cassidy, so it doesn't really mean much to me. Um, last 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 zero hour was jam packed with the Crimea River. <laughs> Let me tell you, there have been events where the zero hour was like some of my favorite matches for the night. Um. I know that the six-man titles are on the line. I told you that the mighty don't kneel. The new team is challenging yeah. the acclaimed and daddy ass. That's the only one I'm really aware of. Man. The acclaim was so hot, and now they're so fizzled down. Unbelievable. They AW, are. They AW are. screwed them up. I don't think they screwed them up. I just think it got old. I mean, where do you think they screwed them up? I think they 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 put they didn't put them in good programs, you know? Good storylines, you know. They just put them out there to say, just to do instead of advancing storylines, they just put them out there to say, "Scissor me, daddy ass," and that well, was it. Uh, I mean, they they did what? nothing else to further their character. Now that I drag my memory, I totally agree with you because they did have that whole debacle where Billy left them to go be with his sons, but then came back like a week later. Right. It was just meaningless. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're I mean, right. the, uh, So Tony saying that it's going to be a new era. I was right? going to ask you that. What do you think? That, what, what do you I mean by that, big man? I don't. I have no. I don't see anything here that would make me think that, unless it's something big about MJF. Um, if they do that storyline that people think with Roddy or something. So this is the rumors. The rumor I'm hearing, like oh, from fans on Twitter. Is like on Twitter, like not rumors, but this is what the the, the census online is, is that the that edge is coming, right? Especially if Christian and and Darby Allen is the last match, right? Oh. Edge is coming, and and, and Mercedes Monet is coming. Both of them are coming. Can I tell you one of the things that shocked me was Jade Cargill leaving, completely overshadowed Monet coming. It does. I wouldn't have thought that. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sasha Banks decides to go back to WWE because that would be a big deal for her to go back to WWE. And that women's division with her, Jade Cargill, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, um, you know, and the host of others, Bianca Belair, that would be Rhea Ripley. That would be some, like, that would probably be one of the, like, best women's rosters on paper ever. I'm so you know, glad you, the way you happened. said it, you said on paper, because on paper, we yeah. don't, we don't, because they've had a lot of great ones already, and they don't do anything with them. And right. there are plenty of weeks where we thought, wow, women of wrestling had a better show than the women's segments on WWE. Right. Uh, there are also rumors that uh, when Deanna Perrazzo, um, she may go to WWE when her contract is up. She should. All these people wanted to be there; they just got cut. In development. Yeah. And, and did you know that uh, Sammy Callahan, his deal's up with Impact? Yes, I heard. And uh, some people want to see him in AEW. I don't know. Right. I'm a huge fan of his. He's a very small guy. Um, he fits in, yeah. 
he fits in on impact where the camera is very close up like with ecw where you can't really tell their size or how smaller they are but he, he he's special i'm a big fan of his you know he's another guy that left wwe he was in Florida. yeah um he he's a friend of moxley's i heard yeah they're all from the cincinnati ohio Right, so I if he joined, he probably will go to AW and probably join the Blackpool Combat Club. Can't they just finally call it the Brian Combat Club? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think Blackpool Combat has the sound better. It lost its meaning to me when Regal left. Though. Yeah, did you hear about Regal and, and um, like CM Punk went and shake his hand or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, no one's discounting that. Everyone's like, yeah, those were some of the, like, because apparently they're saying, you know, for people who think, oh, Tony's being too sensitive about Punk scaring him, they're saying there's a lot of things that happened, little things that were just rubbed everybody the wrong way. And um, a lot of people, and a lot of people are saying that CM Punk may go to WWE in um in November, but I don't see that happening because he has too many bridges that he does that. He don't like Triple H. He don't like William Regal. So for him to go back there, him and McMahon didn't get along too much. So Seth Rollins hates his guts. Called him know. a cancer. Huh? Called him a cancer. Yeah. He hates his guts. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if Roman likes him or not. but um, I don't know either. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't know, like, like how how can he be in that locker room? Like, I mean, unless you just don't care, but I mean, like, uh, Sean Michael said he, he Sean Michael said he, he will, he, he would embrace CM Punk, you know, in, in NXT, you know, so you know he have no problem with him. So unless you, unless they put him, me, um, if I was TKO, yes, I would. They just have to deal with it. This one I use my fifty one percent. I'm like, listen, y'all gonna have to, you know, book him strong too. Oh, do they have fifty one? Yeah, fifty one percent. Yeah. Wow. So they, you know, so they have the final say. I don't know if I would. I'm a huge fan of his, but remember when they put him on that box show? Right. The the ratings didn't do anything, did they? Right, but they, but you know, they kind of messed that up by the by bringing him on and and the way they did it, and you know, it was it was cheesy. It was supposed to be like ESPN, right? Like he would just yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. You know, it was they they you know they didn't put their. I mean, it's hard to do a, a news sports center on the on wrestling. Oh, I know. It's always so stupid on the pre-shows where you see Booker T like breaking down the match. This guy needs to come right. in and show who's boss. And it's like, no, right. this is wrestling. Stop it. You know, it's it's kind of hard to do sports center. Like, that's what they got the bump for. The bump. I think the yeah. bump is better utilized than 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 what the, they did on the Fox show. But the guy that was um the their insider, he's on. I forgot what the insider's name, but um. He he still is on he's on Twitter so, um, but anyway, yeah man I think they sh- I think they should bring him back will they I don't think so I think it's like a ten percent chance maybe less than that only ten wow that they bring him back so you know 
if he did, they did bring him back. They should bring him back in a like a, a short term deal or you know appearance deal, and use him as a special attraction like Brock Lesnar. Like you see, Steam Punk to show up. He shouldn't be on TV every week. You know, you know, just he's a special attraction. No, he would have been great if, if Ronda was still there as like her corner man or something or something. Right, like that. but if they decided to put him in NXT, he could run NXT. You know, everybody um, runs NXT. That's their big line, right? When you win a belt, I run NXT. Well, right, exactly. NXT means nothing. To um, me. All right, speaking of of Raw, what you thought of Raw this week? I thought the best match for me. For me, was Otis versus Bronson Reed. I love that oh, match. Gosh, that's our kind of wrestling, isn't it? That's our yes. kind of, yeah. That match was crazy good. It was, and that's it's. It took me back to remember my match of the year was the five on five was the five man New Year's Eve New Year's Day Red WWF with Bronson. Yes. That's, right. that's you know why? Because when guys like like when we saw in this match, when they just go at each other high impact, that's when like at least for a few moments you can suspend disbelief. Right. It's like a roller coaster demolition derby. Right. It was they was going at it, hitting each other hard, doing a move. They were doing moves. They was both athletic, agile. Yeah, that was a great match. That was my match of the week, to be honest with you, right there. That was that was a great match. I think that's a great point. I didn't even think of it. We haven't done match of the week in a long time. I think I might. Yeah, you know what? The Beast returning to Wow Women of Wrestling was a really good match like that too. Hard hitting. Um, but yeah, that that's my co-match of the week. I'm with. You. Yeah, man. Let's just run down real real quick. You know, Ch- Chop Champa defeated Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, Tegan Knox defeated Natalia. Dominic defeated Dragon Lee. That's what I was talking about earlier as far as them doing the, the flips. And I'm like, damn, everybody does the flips. And I'm like, let's try to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nia Jack defeated Zoe Stark. She's continuing to, to be booked strong. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Kofi Kingston. And then the Judgment Day defeated Sammy, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens to retain their yeah. uh, WWE Tag Team Championships. But... Um, it ended up with a brawl with Sammy with um, Jud- um JD McDonough, um, Judgment Day, and Cody Rhodes, and main event Jay Uso. So it looked like if if we if we wasn't November, I would think this would be the Survivor Series match. But we in October, so I don't know they're gonna keep. I'm just you know I'm gonna yeah, I agree. Like what's this is gonna? Well, they're moving very slowly in WWE. Um, I'm going to say this, and this is, sounds kind of mean of me, but J.D. McDonough and especially Grayson Waller are two guys they brought up, and they've given, like, significant moments to, and it's just not working for me. Like, I don't care about the Grayson Waller effect. That could be anybody's sketch, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and McDonough, it's, maybe he needs more time to actually explain why he's there, but that's not really working for me. Is it working for you? I like JD McDonough and, and his his. I like him better than Waller. I like him right. better than. I, I, the Waller thing is, um, it's he's like the next Miz, right? He might he might he might win a couple titles, secondary titles, tag team titles, and be and be employed for the next fifteen years. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I think his character again. I think he's good in the ring. I don't. I think it's more or less the character development. I don't like his music. Right. Don't 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 He doing the damn running man. I mean, I don't like that. Um, I think it's more character development for me. Um, but again, he's just starting out. He's not the finished product. Remember, John Cena when he first came out. If you'd have thought that was going to be the finished product, we'd have been gave up on him. Grayson Waller's <laughs> been wrestling longer than John Cena was at that point. All these English and Australian guys, they're all young, but they've all they're all experienced. I mean, they kind of are who they are. No, I understand that. I'm just talking about the finished product. Like this is his first iteration. You know, just like Otis. Otis first iteration when he first started to where he at now. You gotta give him a year. Two years to Otis to was build. over. I wasn't a fan he was, of him. If he Otis, was, Otis was about to be the next big thing if the pandemic would have never happened. Him and that right. Mandy Rose yeah. thing, it really screwed up both of them because he was about to be over and he's about to be the next big star, to be honest with you. And the pandemic screwed, you know, screwed him up to where he is now. But he rebounded pretty well with the Alpha Cabinet. But what he could have been. That's mm-hmm. different, but as far as Grayson Waller goes, I don't. I mean, he just does yeah, another show. Um, you know, he you know, WWE enjoys. He doesn't look his size. You know, he's six foot three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think his character. I don't know what his character is. You know, yeah. and you know, you just gotta. I don't know, big man. It right. This character is not working, but. We'll I see. Agree. Things change. I mean, when the Miz came out, when he first came out with that damn hat on his head, you know, and you know that, that didn't work until he started wearing suits and you know, that not worked. He, he hated that hat. They would force him to wear it. That's how ridiculous that is. You know? But if you go watch, go back and watch, play one of those old video games like SmackDown versus Raw. Here comes the pain, or. No mercy. You see all those wrestlers back then, and you look like, like Bimba, um, um, Batista, um, uh, and when he first came out, you just never thought that's the animal. You get what I'm saying? It's different iterations of or Randy Orton when he first came out with those damn blue tights on, doing the, the high cross body frog splash as his finishing move with the hair. You'd have never. That's not the finished product to what it is now when you first debut. You know. Mm. You gotta give him some time. We gotta give Grayson Wild some time to 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 fill into what he what's gonna work for him. Cause when he first came out, before he before he did anything with uh, Evolution, you know mm-hmm. that that he would have been like he's he's generic. Let's just say you know? people forget this about Randy Orton. He got a lot of help. He got a lot of help. A lot of chances too, help yeah. and chances. Help so yeah, I agree. So the only person that like didn't need out of all of them was probably Brock Lesnar. Batista came out with Brother Devon. Cena came out as you know what he came out as. Oh, I love and, when Cena debuted. I love that. Right, but he wasn't a star the way he is now. You know that that version of John Cena is not a star when he first came out. That is not a star. Than, I think he was bigger. Generic. Than By the way, and but my criticism of Grace, he's he's performing, he's doing his role on a scale of one to ten. I'm giving it a ten. I'm just saying the role you're giving him. 
And first of all, no, I, think, I think his name is stupid. I, I mean, it, the name they gave him, it's a typical NXT name. It's just dumb. Uh, right. No, I agree with you. I think, again, it's going to take him some time to figure out what he's going to be, you know, there. You know what I'm saying? Just like Swerve. Swerve Strickland. Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott. You know what I'm saying? He was just a good wrestler. He wasn't Swerve Strickland. You get what I'm saying? Look at Isaiah Swerve Scott on NXT having great matches, right? But look at him then and look at him now. It's a total difference. And that's three, four years later. You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say to you. It takes time. Because that Isaiah Swerve Scott is not Swerve Strickland. Totally different. Swerve, when I'm driving with Prince Nana dancing to you, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I hear that. Uh, let's go to SmackDown. Carl Anderson um, um, comes out to defend um, AJ Styles for beating Jump last week against Jimmy Uso, but he unable to um, to do something because Jimmy Uso defeated Carl Anderson. Ray um, Rey Mysterio defeated Santos Escobar as um, um, Bobby Lashley and Street Profits jumps the LWO. And they beat him up pretty bad. Um, um, Austin Theory defeated Cameron Grimes. Man, they talk about generic. They they used um, Cameron Grimes as nothing, right, in this match. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing here. He just got beat. Nothing. He just came out. He don't even look. He don't even have a character now anymore. He don't even have the two to moon character. He just come. He's just a generic person. Got yeah. beat by Theory. And Charlotte Flair defeated Belly. Mm-hmm. And Belly got um and then um they tried to the uh damage girl tried to jump Charlotte Flair, but here come Oscar who came out to try to even the eye, so to speak. But then Belly says, you know what? EO Scott would take both of you guys on in a triple threat match. <laughs> EO Scott to, to, to her dismay. And um then um John Cena, who was having um Travel issues all night. Finally got there. Um, and he had his contract because he still need a partner to take on Solo and Jimmy Uso. But during the course of the night, Jimmy Uso and Solo was beating up everybody who had potentially be John Cena's partner. Um, Cena come, they come to the ring and started beating up Cena as Solo was about to go through the put um you know, splash Cena through the announce table. LA Knight comes out. Uh he had him with Hit him with a um, neck breaker, and then he did the L.A. Night, yeah, elbow, and him and Cena fought them off, and he signs the contract, and now L.A. Night and John Cena will be partners against um, the the Bloodline at Fastlane. Your thoughts on SmackDown? So the the Jey Uso and Solo running ramp rampant backstage it's just they've done that so much it doesn't mean the same anymore um, nowadays I just want to see if I recognize any of the extras getting beaten up in the background you know um, the what did you think I mean you mentioned how Bobby Lashley had um, the tag team interfere in the Mysterio match, but what did you think of the match? That went on for a while before that happened. 
what did you think of the match between Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio? I thought the match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Say what you want. Rey Mysterio is, I don't know how, Rey Mysterio is still great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this match was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, you know, it started out, I didn't know how the audience was going to react because it was a grounded match by Santos Escobar, uh-huh. keeping me on the mat. But the more I watched it, the more I was like, this is the kind of match I would have loved. I loved watching growing up. Right. You know, this was a real pro wrestling match. And, yeah. you know, Lena Vega on the outside, we didn't see her entrance. They said she came in separately. Elizabeth, I mean the Mega Powers explode. The LWL explode. (laughs) So she was she was out there, and um, you know Santos made Ray. You know he looked like he was dominating Ray Mysterio, but Ray kept coming away with the closest near falls. It's like Santos was the boxer scoring all the points, but then Ray would floor him to get ten a round. Right. So, so that was really interesting. It it does feel like this is being dragged out because everyone's just waiting for Santos to turn on Ray, right? Right. For him to snap and lose his temper and then be like, do kind of the heel stuff he we we knew he can do from Mexico. Um. So that was I was really proud of the audience for sticking with the match to be honest. Uh, then um. You know, Bobby Lashley was old in that suit with the glasses. He shouldn't wear that. <laughs> he should wear sunglasses. He looked like an old man. He did? <laughs> to me, I mean, I know when he takes that suit off, he won't, but he looks a lot older. I don't like this for uh, Montez Ford and, and his partner. I don't like you know? it. I don't. I don't like it for them. It's very generic. Um, but, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, you're shooting, you're, uh, to the moon guy. I always said his best matches were in Impact Wrestling. You liked him doing his thing in NXT, which was ridiculous. He was a serious wrestler in Impact. He was so good. And, uh, yeah, to me, he got exactly what he deserved. <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, LA Knight, man, that reaction he got, his music is perfect for run ins. Right, <laughs> your and then this the crowd pop, so it's perfect for that. And um, there was a funny scene where Solo, you know, was beating up on Cena, and then Solo turned to the camera and just kind of posed, and then it was like he realized, oh wait, that's not my character, and then he got serious again. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you. John Cena, when, when LA Knight signed the contract, was that just him being John Cena, ecstatic and getting the crowd into it? Or was that a bit of Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan overselling? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, Man, I don't know. Maybe it could have been a little bit of both. Did that stand out to you a little too much the way? John yeah, it Cena? did. Yeah, yeah, he did win a little. He got a little too excited. Like he can fight them both. Like yeah. John Cena, I'm here to fight. I'm going to fight, and you believe him. And John Cena is one of the guys. He doesn't have matches for like five star matches. He goes his matches are fights. 
Oh, you know for saying? me, he, to me, he's always been Sting and Luger combined. Right. You know, he's that. He's gonna fight. He's over. He's over. One of the greatest wrestlers of of famous wrestlers of all time is John Cena. He's not. He's not. You know, a work rate wrestler, but he's a super super. He's a super superstar. He's up there. Um, so he's. He's famous. He's up the there way, with Stone Cold and Rock. His matches back on, uh, I think it was SmackDown or Raw, against like Kevin Owens when Owens debuted, and Sammy yeah, Kane, those were great matches. Like, it was do anything, you know. So. And and his matches with AJ, both of his matches with AJ, yep, SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, yeah. you know. And then he has he has all he his matches with Edge and Randy Orton. You know, those are his guys that he, you know, basically grew up. You know, so John Cena is is he, he's a throwback wrestler. You know, his matches are different too, because you know, and that's why he, you know, he could have he could have been in the eighties WWF. He could have been in the NWA too. You know, yeah, he could have done both with his character. Um, or working, so, you know, he, you know, so that's why, like, so when we see him, like, oh my god, LA Knight is gonna team with me, I was like, team making fun of him, and then I was, uh, no, I hope not. Maybe he know he needed, he needed help, you know, but that's a, that's a, but see, <clears throat> LA Knight and John Cena is a super team, it's like against us, the B team of the, of the bloodline, like, that's overkill, like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's like John Cena is like, uh, a, a a wrestler, you know, he's like top tier. They like the second tier or third tier. Jimmy Uso like third tier. You get what I'm saying? La Knight like second tier, almost going to the first tier, and they, it's like a slaughter. It's like the it's like the 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 the, the like the 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 Boston Celtics versus the Atlanta Hawks. It's like Tatum and Brown. You know, I'm playing against. They're gonna play against. You know, you know. Uh, you know, um, John Collins and and um and Clint Capella. <laughs> well, you know what I'm, well I'm not I'm not sold on Tatum and Jalen Brown, but I get what you mean. Yeah, um, I would say. They, but I, would you say that for men, not women, but for men, LA Knight is the biggest success story from NXT, not Florida Championship, but NXT. Can't say that right now. Well, who's bigger? Sasha Banks. No, I said for men. For men. For men? Um, no, it's Kevin Owens. Okay, Kevin oh. Owens or Finn Balor. One of those guys. I think he's already yeah. over more than either of them ever were in WWE. No. See, the reason I said that, big man, is because they've been there years. And yeah, they, a, both won, they both won the belt. The Universal title helped many times. LA Knight didn't do anything yet. So like, I'm, they could, hey, he's selling those shirts that he is, um, but what happens if they say if they say to him, like, turn on Cena, right? And then he's a bad guy, and then Cena beats him, and then that's it. It's over. Well then, and you yeah, then keep him they keep him as a hand. They keep him as a hand the way they did with those two people you just mentioned. And yeah, but they won the belt. Sven Balor first big match on Raw. Or you can even put Seth Rollins up there. But Finn Balor first first, you know, feud on Raw, he won the United Universal title. Like 
That was big. They, He's that's got he made. It wasn't the fans saying we want Finn Balor to win the Universal title. Right. Now, I get what you're saying. It's like, it. I'd say I need more time to see how it goes. We need a year Absolutely. because oh, they just started. Because they could to tomorrow, they can switch it and and try to mess him up. We've seen this happen before. Somebody gets over and then they stop pushing them and put them in crazy feuds and and it's over. You know what I'm or saying? They gotta keep the pet. They gotta to your because when Stone Cold and McMahon turn out to be Matt Cardona, right? Exactly. But they 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 tried to screw the Rock. Remember when the Rock got over? Then they, he turned, and then they had him turn on uh, Mick Foley at some a Survivor Series, and they turned him back hill again to the corporate. But that worked because they put him with McMahon in the corporate, and he was a corporate champ. You know that worked mm-hmm. for him. Now they tried that with Austin. That didn't work with Austin when he tried to be corporate. See, Austin being the, in the corporation wouldn't have worked, but the Rock in the corporation worked because Rock is is. Is a bet is best hell and babyface. He can do both. I don't think Stone Cold couldn't work. He couldn't get over as a hill. Oh, when that, he had the am, am I right? And, and all that. Yeah, no, that didn't work. Like, I, I mean, because it's funny because originally Stone Cold was a hill and became a babyface. But once he became the babyface that he was, they couldn't turn him back hill because it didn't work. The Rock works both ways. You could turn the Rock because remember the Rock turned from the the Nation Rock, right? Then he got cheered. Then he went from that to the Corporation Rock. Then he got cheered. Then he went to the Hollywood Rock. Then he went back until he cheered again. See, the Rock could go both both ways, hell and baby, and still get over. You get what I'm saying? I don't think Austin could have done that. It didn't work for Austin because when he got he got he when he went hell, that didn't work. You get what I'm no, saying? Does that make sense, big man? No, totally makes sense. So maybe LA Knight, I think LA Knight can, if they was to go that route with him, like have him turn hill, if they, they need to put him with somebody, they need to put him with somebody that people hate. And and Paul Heyman would be the person to do it. You yeah, know? Unfortunately for him, I don't have confidence in what they might do with him. Yeah. So they just have to hopefully maybe they might turn but they but if they turn John Cena, see, it's work it doesn't work either way. See if, if he turns on Cena and 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 it might not it might not work out to his favor, but if Cena turns on him, that might make Cena even work even bigger star because people have been wanting John Cena to turn hill for them for forever. So people that'd be more interested in him. That that storyline for um Cena would be what we going for now, and everybody be more interested in the hill Cena than L.A. Knight. So you got to be very careful here what you do. And they should have done if if they end up beating, you know, and they should win their match, Cena and LA Knight. It'll be interesting if they kind of recycle the storyline and have John Cena be the Shawn Michaels in like a three way with Roman or something like that. LA right. They, right. I mean, they, they obviously they have Cena there. Cena's there for the next couple of months or so. So they, they're trying Writer's to strike. actor strike. Right. <laughs> so now they're trying to use Cena to, you know, give him the rub, so to speak. Oh, like they did um, with um, uh, at his WrestleMania opponent, uh, A Town Down. Right. So, um, I don't know. I see you got to be very careful here. Uh, uh, John Cena is, is his his he solidified. 
as he's caught Blanche. He it's nothing. He's Teflon. Like, like I don't think the fans are going. The fans miss him so much, and they then they what they used to have, and they was like seeing us suck. And because he changed the he changed the atmosphere of an arena. I don't care what you where whatever arena you in, the, the car could be, but the car could be you know very lackluster. As soon as that music hit, the crowd is a buzz, and that crowd is up for him. Even they say, "Let's go see the scene." The crowd is up. You know, he changed the crowd. I never seen nobody change the crowd like that. You know, personally, but um, seeing as though I don't know if LA Knight can is at that point, so they gotta be very careful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so um. No, big man. Um, so Wrestle Dream, you're not getting Wrestle Dream tonight, correct? I'm not. I'm just. It's it's kind of like I'm sure it might end up being the greatest card, but then, but then there's the next one, right? With AEW, it's it's a bit, it's a lot, isn't it? It is. It's it's a lot with the pay per views and and with everything and, uh, yeah. So it's just it's not just money. It's time, you know. So. I don't. I don't see myself ordering Wrestle Dream. I might change my mind. I don't see it. Are you going to see it? Um, probably not. And this is for the reason why they're doing this is for. It's it's a tribute to someone. Is it? It's a tribute to Antonio Noki, I think. Wrestle Dream. I didn't know that. It sounds more like a, like the Joshi kind of a thing, isn't it? But... Right. So, okay. so it's, I, the event will be a tribute show in honor of Antonio Noki, just like you said. It's the one-year anniversary of his death, and right. it will begin with a ten-bell salute to Antonio Noki. Oh, by the okay. way, the shows I found the listing: uh, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn versus the mighty Don't Kneel, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Bad Dude Tito. Uh, Luchasaurus mm-hmm. versus Nick Wayne. That might be the moment Nick Wayne joins Christian, so I'll definitely see that. Uh, here's something interesting: Josh Barnett versus Claudio Castagnoli. Why aren't they advertising that? John, from Bloodsport, Josh Barnett. Yeah, Josh Barnett. New Japan with Jim Ross announcing Josh yes. Barnett. Yeah, UFC former UFC. Whoa! What? what? Why did not they tell us? Did you hear that? No. Shocking. Shocking. I'm it, definitely watching that. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to watch this. What time did pre-show come on? I'll find out in a second. In the fourth pre-show matches, Shane Taylor, Lee Moriarty, Diamante, and Mercedes Martinez versus Kojima, Keith Lee, Athena, and Billy Starks. That's just throwing everybody in there for that one. Uh, the pre-show, that's usually on the internet. Is that right? YouTube, I think. I watched it on YouTube. YouTube, let me just put in AW. Yeah, I know. But wait, they got. That's, that's, is that two minutes? Wait, it's a four way match with two women Seven and two minutes? Yeah, four way. Two two men, two women on each team. I've never seen well, that. Well, I've never seen that before. No. Starts at 7 o'clock Eastern time. All if right. you're listening on the West Coast, it's Pacific time. Okay, and I guess well, if you're yeah. in Mountain time, it should be like 3 o'clock or something. No, I mean. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm checking that out. Got a few hours to check that out and see what happens. Well, big man, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, hope you have a great uh, week, everybody listening, and especially you, Brooklyn Mahler, and everybody out there. 
This has been the State of Wrestling Apology Report. We'll see you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.